You roll, you rolling, so you know what I mean. But yeah, you got you got like one opportunity to pick your wounds up. So say say you've been rocking on the game, doing your thing, doing your thing. If you don't use those shits to either level up or buy stuff, and you're just walking around with them on you, when you die, they fall where you fell at. And if you come back, once you respawn, you got an opportunity to go back to that spot and pick them up. But if you die before you go pick them shits back up, they lost forever, and you start back over. So, yeah, basically, I just been walking around getting killed. And then because I get killed and I got a bunch of shit on me, I got to get my shit back. So when you die, this game basically encourages you to keep fucking trying. Okay. It's pretty, it's pretty fucking genius. Um, and like I said, there's no, there's no like, order to anything. Like, the moment I started the game, I saw Nick roaming around outside the gate. I'm like, yeah, I'm going to go fuck this nigga up. Yeah. It wasn't time yet, you know what I mean? Like, it wasn't time yet. I still didn't get to that point yet. Like, I just had to bounce. I don't been to three different worlds. Still can't beat that nigga at the gate. So, yeah, it's just one of those things. It's fun, though. It's definitely fun. Nah, I mean, pretty much everybody hooked on that shit. I heard, man, they got, like, the, the perfect match, actually, with the way the game's made. So, apparently, the same guys that made, what is it, uh, Dark Souls made the game. And then the boy that, uh, that wrote Game of Thrones... He actually did the uh, the lore and the story for it and shit. So, so that's actually a pretty good combination there and shit. I don't understand the storyline at all. It makes no sense to me. And but like I said, it's not linear. So I don't think that I'm gonna understand it anymore in the end. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know how to beat the game. I don't know where I should be at. I don't know what I should be doing. I just know that the more I roam around, the more shit I find. The more shit I find, the more motivated I am to stay my ass alive. And then the more motivated I am to stay alive, the better I fight. Pretty fun. You just figure it out from there. And then the key, you could do multiplayer in that, John, too, right? Yeah, like the first day I well, I think the second day I played. The first day I played, I played for like 23 hours straight. Went to sleep. Damn. Woke up. Told <laughs> how hard that shit was. Told Chuck how hard that shit was was like what you doing right now i was like i'm playing right now nigga he was like all right i'm about to get on real quick so he jumped into my game and just started handing off like rare items to me and handed me off runes so because of him i was able to level up from like 14 to like 42 in like 10 minutes and he gave me a weapon that you can only really get from like this dragon and shit and then he gave me he took me to a bunch of different hard battles so I could get the rare items. Basically, just took me to these things, just defeated them in front of me, and then was like, "All right, pick that shit up, pick that shit up." So that was kind of cool. So yeah, niggas could basically step into your game uh, uh. And, and do whatever you need them to do for you, and do missions with you and shit. That's cool. So at least you can roll with the homies, the experienced squad. They get you leveled up real quick. Mm-hmm. At least get you some shit, and then it's like, "All right, cool. Now you can carry me, nigga." Yep. <laughs> so pretty much. So he came in, did the thing. Like we was on, we was on together probably for like three hours, and he ran, he ran me through a bunch of shit, and then he was like, "All right, nigga, I'm going to sleep." I kept playing, and you know, I was like, "All right, I got bad items now. Let me put some of this shit to use." Changed my outfit, put the boots on. He gave me, you know, all that shit. <laughs> yeah, apparently, it's a lot of people walking around with like a caveman build, like niggas walking around naked or some shit like that. Is like, is that yeah, something bro. that happens when you respawn or? Nah, you got opportunities to start the game as any type of character, and. uh you know how it is with every game. You can be like, you know, a nigga who carry a sword and specialize in this type of shit. Or you a nigga who carry a staff and you do magic. Or you an archer. You know what I mean? Like it's okay, okay. It's a different type of classes and shit like that. So but everything is um everything is super like religious based and shit. 
Oh, okay. Like, the first nigga I wanted to be in the game was a prophet, but then I realized that these niggas had some weird shit tied around their head and they had their eyes covered up because they couldn't see. They would just walk by faith, right? Not by sight. So they was prophets, and I'm like, nah, I'm good on that. And then there was another nigga called a confessor, and he was basically dressed like a boondock saint. You know what I mean? And I was like, all right, yeah, I'm going to go with that nigga. So I went with the confessor. And then, like, it takes so long to, like, get your character, like, looking right and shit. That shit take, like, an hour. So it's like, once you finally done that, you got to run around for at least an hour and figure shit out. <laughs> but, um, but one of the people you can start the game off with, I forget what it's called. It's called a wretch, I believe. Damn. And they just run around with their draws on and they don't got shit. And uh, I don't know why you would want to start the game off like that, but I imagine it's challenging. Because they don't start off with no weapon or no armor or no clothes or no type of protection whatsoever. Uh, so those people that are trying to do like maybe like dry speed runs or some shit like that. <clears throat> I guess maybe. I don't know. I'm, I'm sure there's probably some type of advantage to it, but I really don't understand a lot of the nuance of the game quite yet. Like he took me through a bunch of the menus and showed me like, if you invest in this, it makes your weapon better. If you invest in this weapon, the weapon can actually be upgraded, but you have to upgrade these aspects of the weapon in order for the weapon to get to where it needs to be. So basically, like, you're upgrading yourself and your capabilities, but then you're also upgrading your weapons and their capabilities. But then on top of that, you got things called, like, um, talismans and charms and shit. And if you equip those, they also upgrade your capabilities and give you abilities, like, that you didn't have without them. So yeah, it's a lot of it's a lot of levels to the shit, and it's a lot of trial and error, and seeing how things affect you. Um, yeah, fun game though, fun game though. I actually like I was playing super hard until like three days ago, until I start watching The Wire, and then uh, yeah, I've been fucked up, nigga. Damn, yeah, I, was see. Watching, I was watching The Wire playing Elden Ring at the same <laughs> damn time. Damn, for about four episodes, and then I was like, I gotta turn this fucking game off. This shit getting wild. Oh yeah, the wire. Oh yeah, you you in the first season? No, nah, I'm on the third now. Third? Oh wow, man. Damn, the third is when he get. Oh man, second the second man. Every season of the wire is fucking crazy, dog. It's like started the third season day, man. That shit is so wild, nigga. Omar just shot brother and shit. He just ran up in the room and shot him like it wasn't shit. And brother looked at him like, "Go ahead, do me." <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, yo, these niggas is wild. Stringer out here on some fuck shit. Can't trust nobody. Avon about to come back home. They done got D fucking hung. Oh yeah, that was, yeah, that was bad, man. That was, that was fucked up, man. They, they did, yeah, he got did dirty, man. Yeah, he did, but he was about to flip though. So and he wasn't uh, no type of loyalty. He wasn't. Yeah. He wasn't even giving his mom no play. So. Nah, he, he just wanted out of the game, man. He was done. I mean, he ain't having it even from the beginning for real. Yeah, but you can't. <laughs> you can't want out of the game once you know everything you know and you did everything you did. That's just yeah. How you either you family and you rolling and you make us tighter and stronger or you a liability and I got to cut loose ends and shit. You know? Yeah. This fucking, that shit, yo man, that show was so stupid, bro. That show was so fucking stupid. Like, <laughs> and it's, it's like, like real serious shit going down but then they cut to a scene where like, uh, Bunk is sitting in the office with Lester and he just throwing the ball against the wall, throwing the ball. Oh yeah, just bullshitting in the fucking his, office. The head and look at him and go, my bad, homie. And then fucking 15 minutes later, you got Lester standing next to him, throwing the ball, throwing the ball, like literally hitting him. And then this nigga walks away and then he throw the ball at him. I'm like, yo, these niggas are stupid. I don't know what this show is trying to be as far as genre, but it's, it's definitely hitting every fucking base. Like, it's, this shit is funny. It's weird. It's like a voyeuristic. It's, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but it's like a voyeur, voyeuristic cop 
crime drama. It's just like, so, cause it's essentially them listening in on everything that's going on, mm-hmm. but you're just kind of seeing like, you know, it actually playing out in real time in the backstory and shit like that. So right. they, do, they do a really good job of actually getting you like really invested with the characters and shit. It's just like, well, I think what they did, what they did was they made you, blur, they blurred the lines between good and bad. They blurred yeah. the lines between good and bad. And it was, uh, because at certain points, you know, like right now, I mean, I can say for a clear fact, I don't like nobody more than I like this gay hitman nigga, bro. Oh, yeah, Omar. man. Omar, yeah, dog. I don't think anybody has shown more integrity than this nigga right here. Uh, yeah, he ruined me, yo. He solid and trustworthy. That's what I'm saying. Ain't nobody I'd rather be around. Ain't nobody I'd rather work with and work for. And this nigga right here. And, and I think that, that so that is a fucking sad fucking uh moral commentary about this world and, and, and the way that it's built. That's crazy. that nigga, bro. <laughs> the, the craziest, most ruthless nigga is the one only nigga that you can really trust of everybody. Yeah, oh, man. Got principles, man. Yeah. Everybody else running around back willing and dealing. He the only one that's like, look, you know what I stand for, you know what they expect from me. So Welcome to the Real Nigga Podcast. What's that shit? Just start it back up. Hold on, I can't hear nothing. All right, here we go. We back in. They muted niggas and everything. Can I? Can yeah. I hear you? You good? Oh yeah, yeah I hear you. I hear you yeah. now. I hear you now. Yeah. Damn. So um, yeah, man. You had anything particularly you wanted to get into? Because honestly, I ain't got shit. Like, I mean, honestly, Fast Eighty Six was about the wire. <laughs> so I mean, honestly, I'm just getting caught up, man. Well, first thing, man, man, we got to address the the elephant. And the uh, monkey pox in the room. Fucking Sixers, man. Yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, um, okay. I wanted I want to come I want to come at this system systematically, right? Okay. Um, I want to be organized because I feel like the subject can easily just go too far too long. Okay. All right. So let me let me start with a simple question. Let me start a simple question and we'll work our way back to it, right? All right, go ahead. All right, so how does it feel that potentially two of the players that you hate the most, Jimmy Butler and Luka Doncic, will possibly be headlining the finals this season? Are you, are you going to just like completely like quit basketball? Or is just that it's going to be a thing? Oh, Luka Doncic is my guy, bro. That's my bro. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Talking about, bro. Like, I'm about to cop a jersey and everything. I'm about to get it off Poshmark, though. I'm not, I'm not really putting a real bread in it. I'm going to get that joint off Poshmark or off. Uh, Etsy or some shit, but I'm copping my Doncic jersey, man. I'm, I'm gonna get the white and gold, John. <laughs> that nigga fucking. Champion, man. Oh that man, nigga champion, bro. you see, you bought you bought in now, yo. So you actually, so <laughs> I told you, bro. I told you, bro. I said, yo, this motherfucker close out this game seven by thirty points on the number one seed in the West that won sixty three games this season <laughs> without nobody injured. Yeah, dog. He the goat, man. I told yeah. you, I take back everything yeah. I said. I take back everything I said, and I said that when them niggas was only up by eight in the second quarter, I turned around. I turned back around. These niggas was up by thirty four. I was like, oh, I'm really gonna have to lit this. Oh man! But you watched it. You watched it though. You watched it, man. Nah, dog. He he showed up, man. I, I can't even lie, man. And a lot of these guys, man, they I'm out there. Man. They running. And man. he go to think. Right? Here go the thing. Now let's now let's relate that back to everything that, that you that we that we were supposed to be talking about from the beginning. I watched my team have an epic fucking collapse 
play with absolutely no heart and crumble right down the line. Not take four quarters to crumble either. I'm talking crumble out the gate. Yeah. I'm talking dead in the water by the half. I watched my team do that. I watched my players play that way. And so if I'm going to treat my niggas like that, I got to give credence to what this man has accomplished, man. That nigga 23 years old, 22 years old. I got to give him some credit for what he did, man. I do. Yeah. By himself. Yeah. Nah, he, man. Nah, he running out there. boys is balling. Don't get me wrong. (laughs) boys is balling. And I wish I had Jason Kidd on my team. I wish he just started point for our team. Start point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Start point. Start point. The coach start point. We need him on the back. Nah, we need him more than that. We need him more than that. We need him on the front lines. I mean, shit. Nah, we got we got uh we got we got the coach on the floor, man. We got James Harden, man. He's 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 a facilitator now, man. He's a playmaker. <laughs> All right, so this is exactly why I wanted to be systematic about this. All right, now, now the playoff Jimmy thing. I think it's just funny that these niggas just brought up playoff Jimmy. Like it's been clear that this nigga never got forty points in the regular season, but he only does it in the postseason. It's been clear. Like I only been watching this nigga for two three years, but that's the only time I ever see him. Lock motherfuckers down and score 40 points is in the postseason. So I knew playoff Jimmy was a thing. I think it's funny that they just bringing it up. And I mean, that's undeniable. I mean, it is what it is. Well, do I want him on my team? No, I don't want him on my team. Do I give a fuck about regular season Jimmy? He's not an all-star. He's not a superstar. But if he a nigga who's going to help you win in the postseason, then I'll, I'll give him that reputation. He can have that. Rondo got that. He can have that. He earned it. Um, do I want to see a fucking postseason? With, it's not happening. We're not going to see no Miami Dallas postseason. You know oh, damn yeah, well no. it's going to be Boston. You know damn well it's going to be Boston Golden State. Boston Golden right? State. I think nah, nah, nah. It's, it's going to be it's going to be Miami Golden State. I think I think, I think we'll see that you one. Know, Boston got what it take. I, th- I think Boston got what it take, bro. I think Boston. You know what I think Boston does real well. I think they adjust. And yeah. I think Ime Kikoka, If you watch this boy, these press these pressers, he literally say what's wrong and address it the next game. He literally does what a coach is supposed to do. And I think we've been watching ourselves be so dysfunctional for so long. And we sit there and we think, oh, this is what these niggas did that game. I watched it. I was watching it. I heard the commentary afterward. I talked to my niggas. And I heard these niggas while they was watching the game, the, uh, the play-by-play. I know what happened. And I can identify the issue. We know that as fans. And then we come back to the next game and them niggas do it again. And we be like, what the fuck is going on, man? But that's not how the uh, rest of the league happens to be most of the time. Nah. In Boston, especially. Not this season, at least. Nah, because these niggas actually have discipline, unlike us. You know what I mean? They have discipline, and they got leadership in their locker room. They got camaraderie. Remember last year when these niggas was like, yeah, Malika was standing outside the locker room, like, yo, these niggas is fighting. Apparently, Marcus Smart in here calling everybody a pussy. <laughs> <laughs> Remember that shit last year, bro? Yeah, yeah. I mean, oh. was, I mean, it got crazy early this season. Marcus Smart called them out. They was like, man, fucking Jalen and Jason need to learn how to pass the fucking ball. Maybe we might win some games. And, and, and you know what? Them niggas, that, that's that either it's going to make you break your shit. And that's that shit that breaks a Ben. That's that shit that breaks the Sixers. That's that shit that apparently, I don't want to believe it, but everybody's trying to tell me James fucking baby poop. So apparently that's that shit that breaks a James Harden, but <laughs> that don't break the Celtics. That make the Celtics stronger. That make the Celtics the number one defense in fucking NBA history and shit. That make the Celtics break down like the two best offensive players and sweep them niggas in the first round. Hell yeah. So, I mean, listen, I've been watching, man. I got to give niggas credit what credit is due. I can sit here and try to flag all day and throw my allegiances all around, but nah, man, what's real is real. I wanted the Suns on the West, and I wanted the Sixers on the East. 
And I didn't get any of that. Nope. Damn, that, 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 those, those have been the, the Barkley finals right there, man. We ain't get the Barkley finals, man. I know, man. <laughs> talking about my sons versus my sixers. <laughs> my sixers. Oh, man. Yeah. <clears throat> yes, but, but so, but like I said, I wanted to come at it systematically. Next year, Joel and B will be here. Let's go down the list. Yes and no. Uh, yes, he will. All right. Next year, Danny Green will be here. Yes or no? Try make it. I'm trying to start with the easy ones. No. All right. Yeah, Danny's retired, in my opinion. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's done. Danny's torn LCL, man. Wish him a speedy recovery, man. Yeah. Yeah, and he's 37 years old. And he's 91 years old. Um, all right. Tobias Harris, will he be here next year? No, definitely not. Will he start the season off with us next year? He going he going on an off season? Nah, I think it may be an off season thing, man. Because he's where he going, where he going and where, where where he going and what are we gonna get back for him? Uh, I mean, he's he's going somewhere. <laughs> I think anywhere that to take that cap. Um, yeah, I think we're going to try to, uh, I think we're going to try to push some of those moves we was trying to push before. I think there's still potential for, uh, a Kings situation. I think there's so much potential for a Pacers situation. Pacers. I, I, would, I would love, I would love a Pacers situation. I mean, if we do, if we could do like, uh, him for like, maybe like Malcolm Brogdon and, uh, you know what? I, w- I would take him, Malcolm Brogdon. I would trade him for Malcolm Brogdon and TJ Ward. Actually, I, w- I would take that. TJ Warren. Yeah. TJ Warren. Yeah. He's still in the league. Yeah, he's still in the league. He actually has a. Uh, I think he's a free agent this season. So, oh word. I would. I would do. I would do a sign and trade if we can. If if we can get them both, because I mean, I think Brogdon his contracts are like somewhere around like twenty million per season. He he would be the best ball handler we've had since Alec Burks. <laughs> <laughs> You'd be, definitely be right. So man, um, so if we get him and T.J. Warren, who's like. He's a wing guy. I mean, the defense isn't necessarily there, but he he could definitely score. Right, I go. mean, a fucking bubble, yeah, bu- bubble. TJ Warren is a thing. <laughs> I don't know, but the bubble so, is a thing. So the thing nah. is, like, like I rather we call him play. I rather he be playoff TJ Warren. Like, I, I'm, right. I'm cool with that. Um. Okay, Max, he'll be here next year. And we we need him to take on fucking playoff Jimmy, man. So you know, so 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 it just works out. It's so perfect, man. Oh yeah, they do hate each other. I forgot. Oh, he can't guard me. I could. He mad because I could guard him and he can't guard me. That's what Jimmy said. That's exactly what Jimmy said. Um, he's got uh, an intriguing character for a nigga that I hate so much. He do got a he hate the face kind of nigga, but he got an intriguing character. Um, uh, Max, you said Maxie? Yeah, Maxie's here. Maxie's here. Young Reese, sorry, Young Reese. Will Will Young Reese come back exponentially better next year, like he did this year? Uh, I think that'd be the hope, but I think he's made such a leap. I think he's going to be more refined. I think that's going to be the big thing. So I said that to Diplo yesterday. I asked the exact same question. I said, um, I think it'll be real difficult for my nigga, for my nigga to keep up that trajectory. Right. And he was like, I think that's, I think he, he said, I think he got it in him. I know he got it in him. He going to do it. Dog, the, the night of the elimination game, he called Doc and was like, all right, so what's the plan? What's the move? But nigga, it's the off season, nigga. But yeah, so um, I was like, really? What? Now everybody else is on their way to go see their family and go say fuck everything about basketball for like a week or two because nobody likes to lose. This nigga really on some. Yo, man, let me in the gym, man. Why? Y'all, what y'all gave him? What y'all cut my key card? 
access for? What's the fucking plan? Come on, Doc. <laughs> What's the fucking plan? Meanwhile, I'm sitting here thinking to myself, will Doc even be there? So it's funny that Maxie leaning on Doc, like just assuming everything going to be on the up and up next year. Like assuming the team going to be there, assuming he's going to be there, assuming the coach going to be there. So will the coach be there? Eh? Uh, <laughs> what do we say? We said we were committed to Doc. Um, nah, man, Doc about to fuck that? around and get traded, man. He about to get traded, dog. <laughs> who, who the fuck said he was committed to Doc? Uh, I heard something in the press came out like a couple days ago, actually. Um, I, I read it. It was like, uh, fuck. Uh, I, I pull up the article. Um, yeah, man, he said something about like, you know, they have like full faith in, in Doc Rivers and that, you know, they're, they're locked in for the wrong haul and shit. Uh, All right. I mean, it's cool. You ain't got to quote them, boys. Um, do you believe that? Does that sound like you? <laughs> yeah, there's been little like debate about. Really yeah, it's really shit to me. Sound like the shit they said about Jalen Hurts. Sound like the same shit that they said about Carson Wentz, and then they signed a the motherfucking quarterback <laughs> in the first round. I mean, that's the thing. We, we, we're gonna see who they who they get an assistant. We'll see. We'll see what happens. Because I know, I know there's been talk yeah. about like about getting rid of Doc and keeping Sam Cassell. Um, that's interesting, man. I, I don't, I don't know. I mean, I, I don't know what Sam Cassell's like strategy is. I know, he, I know he's a players coach, but it's a little different, man. I, th- I think we need a little bit more than a players coach right now, man. I, th- I think we need somebody that's actually like more of a more of a uh, sergeant. You know, what I mean, to kind of get everybody in order, get everybody. I think on the same Sam is age. more of a sergeant than Doc is. I think. I think- more of a sergeant Marcus. I Sorry. see that. I see that. I, I definitely agree with that. So, I think Sam is more systematic. I think Sam is more formulaic. I think Sam is more of a, a, a hands-on kind of guy. Um, I think I, that, I just don't know the strategy though. That's the only thing. Like you know, like I think Doc's motivations are completely different. I think Sam wants to be a head coach. I think Doc tried to retire from being a head coach last year. We made his ass come back. <laughs> So I don't know. I mean, so I so I wonder what happens, man. Do we does does Doc, do we just have Doc give Sam the keys and kind of go from there? Been, I think that's kind of already been happening. I think I think Doc is on the uh, on the pressers and on the camera. I think I think Doc is. Uh, I ain't even going to like. Remember we was talking about this before. Like I think Sam is on the sidelines going crazy because if you watch, it is Sam on the sidelines going crazy. If you watch, it's Sam sitting right next to Doc, calling timeouts, making subs, calling sets. He ain't standing up yelling at the refs quite yet. And like I said, he ain't doing the press conferences, but in every other capacity, he pretty much looks like the head coach to me. Um, and then I told you uh, my homie was at the game, and uh, he was saying how Danny Green kept cussing Doc out and how Sam was the one doing everything. So, <laughs> so Doc there just to get cussed at look at everybody. <laughs> so, so he's Doc, just the face uh, of it Doc, all. Yeah, he's just a scarecrow. He's just a scapegoat. He's a scapegoat. Oh, man. Damn, yeah, that's a that's a pretty decent gig. Four years to be a scapegoat. <laughs> yeah, basically. Yeah, for but the a, thing is, like, it's a it's, it's a pretty decent gig if you don't consider all of the psychological issues that everybody takes away from being in the center of attention. I guess. I mean, but that's the thing. But if, if, if that's the case, I mean, it's like an actor playing a role, man. <laughs> you know, I mean, so, yeah, some but, some 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 of it's the case. You know what I mean? So I don't. I mean, yeah. I think one thing that a lot of people don't consider is how difficult it is to be in the center of attention like most of these niggas is. Like, I think I think a lot of people think like, oh, I mean, shit, nigga, you a millionaire. Nigga, da 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 Fuck that. Nigga, you do what you do. You do what you love for a living. Fuck that. 
Yeah, but it's like, nigga, when you can't go on social media or you can't go outside or you can't turn on TV without hearing motherfuckers talking shit about you. Yeah, that, 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 that is a lot of money that you're owed for that. There's a certain amount of money that's necessary. There's a certain amount of there's a certain amount of hush or fuck you money or traveling money or go somewhere where they don't speak English money that you need in order to keep your mental health like correct and balanced, in my opinion. And you look at the people who you consider the strongest, and those is the niggas, man. You see them niggas crumbling half the time, man. They can be weak too. Damn. So I don't know. So how about it? Uh, what's uh four million divided by five? Uh, so seven, 40, 40, 40 million. Oh, damn, eight. Damn, I'm read that completely wrong. All right, yeah. So eight million dollars a year. Is that enough? For that? <laughs> Is that enough for that? Uh, what's that a month? <laughs> <laughs> oh man. What's that a week? Let me see. Uh, divide that shit by 50 real quick. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So the two, the two off. So hold on. What's 40 million divided by 12? One sec. The answer this is approximately 3,333,333.3333. Money be good. Three million months, man. Nah. Nah, that nah, get... no, that can't be right. No, nah, I can't be right at all. Actually, what did you say? What you say? Eight million divided yeah. by. Man, see, this is why you gotta you gotta actually do things yourself, man. You try to get technology to do these things, man. It just doesn't work, man. All right, get you fired. You know that bitch. All right, so let's job. see, Hunter. Per week. All right, so seven hundred sixty-nine thousand two hundred and thirty thousand. Per month. That's not too bad. 769,000? Actually, that's per week, actually. Sorry. I'm looking at the wrong stats. Man, kids don't do drugs. <clears throat> All right, so we want, so the 8 million, I got 8 million. I got this shit in front of me. 8 yes. million divided by 50. It's 100. I did 52, 52 weeks in a year, so. Okay, well. Eight million divided by fifty-two is one hundred and fifty-three thousand eight hundred and forty-six dollars. So that's, you know, roughly a fifth of a million. You know what I mean? Or more, more like a sixth of a million. So after about six weeks, you get a million dollars. Okay. About a million dollars. A million a month. Is that enough for that? Uh, maybe in the beginning. Maybe, maybe, maybe when you don't have nothing except that reputation that you've earned from that thing but once you start to get older and branch out and you start to make connections and your family start to have reputations that they own and the people around you start to build businesses around you and all of a sudden your name start to matter because there's so much shit in it <laughs> yeah i would imagine that it is it becomes a little bit harder to be scapegoated every damn day yeah kind of take yourself a little seriously and once the corporate once the once the uh once the establishment, once the community, once everybody around you starts to take you a little seriously, you start taking yourself a little seriously. And you'd be like, you know what? <laughs> These niggas not taking me seriously. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> not taking me seriously. So. And, then, and, then, and then you walk away from all the spotlight because you yeah, got yeah. millions. And it's like, man, you missed a three and one. And he's like, all right, dog. It's 300 million, dog. Stop fucking with me, man. <laughs> Just walk off, so. Exactly. Yeah. 
But like, I look at a nigga like James. I remember I, I was listening to our most recent episode, and I was like, "Yo, can you imagine a nigga like James Harden laying down and going to bed?" I was like, "Nigga, I sleep on a pile of bitches. He don't sleep like no regular human. He don't like when you get that much money, bro. The life ain't normal. So many ways. There's so many things that he probably does without now. So many normal things that we do. Like that nigga probably ain't took a shit in like twelve years, bro." <laughs> <laughs> what does he have? What does he have? It just like just extracted and shit like that. Oh shit! Probably, probably during his uh, therapy sessions. <laughs> probably the only therapy you get. Well, yeah, yeah, exactly. He it's, 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 it's a holistic process, you know. Yeah, they do, they do you mind, body, and soul. Yo, hang tight. I'm about uh, to uh, yeah. About so to, about to pause this, John. I gotta, I gotta pause it. One, two, three. Hey, and we back. Cool. So, actually, hold on, man. I just peeped, yo. We got off track, man. We, we supposed to be going down this list of guys, man, who don't don't come yeah. back, man. I was talking about James. We was on James. Oh yeah, James, James. Yeah, yeah man. I was basically yeah. saying too much, but James, I was saying that I think James is getting to the point of his career where he ain't trying to that bullshit no more either. He got enough millions that it's not worth it for him. <laughs> like it's not enough. It's not worth it to him to have a slander, have uh, all that slander that he get. Welcome to the Real Nigga Podcast. So, do you think he's cooked, or do you think he still got a couple spring chickens left in him? I mean, I guess at this point, it depends on how many chickens he want to have. If you put it that way. <laughs> so, I mean, I guess the way that we look at it here is like, you know, do we do we extend him for the for the mega millions or? Does he realize, like, man, listen, dog, I'm I'm chilling at this point now. So does he take less money and uh, open up the door for another person to slide and get paid? He can only get a super max here, so that's some incentive. And if you don't super max him, then he has no real incentive to really stay here, other than what his friendship with Meek Mill. I mean, yeah, pretty much. So you haven't exactly embraced him. Yeah, I mean, he got he got some rappers to the game. You know what I mean? Had a little baby at the game. Had Travis Scott here. <laughs> yeah, okay. I mean, Ben had a Kardashian in here. I mean, you see how that went? Yeah, she left. She she uh, left. Okay. She left him, and he left us, man. So, <laughs> yeah, exactly. if that says anything. I'm proud of that relationship. Chose the wrong side. Should have went with her. We should have went with her. <laughs> Devin Book with her. Um, oh, man. So, Matisse Eibel, will he be here next year? Uh, he's a trade piece at this point. I, I did not like what I saw in the playoffs, yo. I'm sorry. I mean, I dig it not I having any rhythm. Huh? You think that's just due to rhythm? It could be due to rhythm, but at the end of the day, it's kind of like... I don't know. It's a little bit of a, of a, of a test of character. Because, man, everybody played like shit. So, you know, I guess <laughs> he blanket gets a pass because everybody played like shit. But I don't know. My, I felt like, all right, well, if you're missing games, then when you come back, you need to actually have a really good big impact. And I don't think he I don't feel like he actually had a really big impact in any of the minutes, minutes that he played. Not really much in the Toronto games. Um, and then definitely not at all in Miami. Do you think the way the local media was talking about him because of that? uh vaccination situation do you think that that was a factor maybe but honestly it's 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 kind of weird because we're a little past the, the you know the, the the vaccination uh what was it scolding i guess 
I mean, he caught, he, he caught a little shellacking for it. I mean, understandably so, because my nigga definitely, like, straddled the fence like crazy. Like, he got the first shot and then decided not to get the second one. So everybody, like, look at, you know what I mean? So everybody kind of looked at him like a dickhead. So I think it was a mulligan in terms of, like, you know, the criticism he was going to get there. But I don't know, maybe he internalized that. Maybe he was disappointed in himself. He he wasn't feeling as confident when he when he was out there playing. But, man, fuck that, nigga. Niggas need a chop championship, man. <laughs> Go talk to your therapist, man, yeah. in the postseason, man. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? Like, you know what I mean? Go talk to your therapist, therapist after, you, after, you win the, after, you, after you win the championship, man. You know what I mean? So that, that, that's really what it is there, so. Yeah, I feel that. Um, okay. Ain't nobody else really on our team to name. Uh, <laughs> nah, nah, man. Let's, uh, D-Ball Paul, you think we hold him? Nope. Nah. He nah, a trade Say that nigga go to uh, I say that nigga fuck around and be in Milwaukee or some shit next year. Yeah, he gotta be the next fuck. Be the next Bobby. We're gonna see gonna be somebody else's fucking hero. (laughs) Oh man, I hope not. But let's see here. Let me Tony Bradley part two. Shake. You think Shake goes somewhere? Um, he kind of has to. He has to. I mean, unless we're gonna pay him because he's not really getting paid like that right now. I think so, actually. Yeah, he on he was second round draft, right? Uh yeah, actually, yeah. He he came out of the G League actually, and then uh, we we pulled him in. Oh, that nigga, he don't get no money. Yeah, so yeah, I see Shake Shake could probably be in fucking New York, playing for the Knicks and shit. Um, yeah, I mean, it's nobody on our team that matters, to be honest with you. You look at the whole bench and nobody who played during the fucking playoffs. I mean, no, nobody who didn't get no time during the playoffs. Mm-hmm. They all pieces. All of them niggas is pieces. Actually, nah. Shake, Shake's still here. Actually, damn. Yeah. So Shake. Man, what do you got? Yeah. Two more. One more there. Uh, you got two more. Well, actually, one more. So yeah, next year. Next year is the last one. So. Yeah. yeah so he's got a. Uh, nah, he's getting. Nah, he's actually not even hurting our cap at all, man. My man only getting one point six a year. I mean, he could. We could afford to keep him. <laughs> I mean, he didn't really get bad bad production in, in the playoffs, man. Actually, if, if anything, I mean, he was one of the few niggas that was no, actually really. Yeah, I mean, he was he was one of the few niggas that was actually stepping up. So he was getting buckets. If anything, I mean, I felt like. I don't think he was like. He wasn't doing. Them. I think it was just by the contrast of how badly everybody else was doing. He looked good. Also, yeah. like. What we expected from Shake, my nigga, bro. We look the way we look at Shake. First off, I don't know. Maybe it's a Philly thing. Maybe it's the way that we are, just how optimistic we are, or how fucking how big of a, a dreaming ass heart we have. But we look at a nigga like Shake. We saw Shake score forty points, on motherfuckers. We saw Shake hit fucking what nine threes in a row over the first, like two or three games. Oh yeah, nah, like, nah, oh, nah, nah. I'm not expecting that. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm not saying. I'm not saying that that's the Shake I expect. But what I'm saying is. If Shake, Shake averaged about three or four points this season, in the regular season. Shake averaged about nah, three or four points. Nah, now you average uh, eight, 8.7, 8.9, man. Got to give my man his credit. 8.9? Yeah. Yeah. Listen, all of that was near the end, man. He got all of that shit near the end. He was not playing this, my nigga. He was injured. Dog, he was out most of the season, keep in mind, because he had a back injury. Yeah. And he was uh, rehabbing for a real long time. Damn, 9.7 so points. Me personally, oh, shit. I, think that, I uh, think that that okay, that's with very limited minutes too. But <laughs> I think that that's uh, 
I think that that's not the potential. Like, we wanted Shake to be a 20, uh, 20 a night nigga. We expected Shake to be a 20 a night nigga. We put the ball in his hand. We had this nigga starting point guard for a long time, bro, so that he could be a 20 a night nigga. So now, during the playoffs, when he come in a pivotal moment, make big shots, get nine a night, we like, damn, Shake, he was playing real well. We was playing real well. We need to have higher standards, man. That's all I'm saying. We need I, higher standards. I see what you mean. Like, so he needs to actually really be able to. Can't so, call yeah. that really, <clears throat> I mean, so, so you're saying we, we need we need to have at least playoff. Him. We need playoff shake. That's, that, that's what we need. We need we, we ain't see playoff shake. We need, playoff shake. <laughs> we need at least playoff. So we need playoff shake. We need playoff Danny. Nah, we got playoff Danny. I mean, but playoff Danny got uh got his knee imploded, man. Yeah, we done. But <laughs> so but yeah, right. we I mean so that's really it. That's the whole team, man. Fuck oh you. yeah. And then uh Niang, big Niang theory. <laughs> the big Niang theory was disproven. Is that is, is that what we're gonna say right <laughs> now? I like that ball, but he ain't coming back. Oh man. Bye, bye Charlie Brown Jr. Isaiah Joe, he's kinda he's gonna have to be here. Oh man, we don't. Do we have any picks? Yeah, I don't think we even have any picks in this draft. Actually, I don't think so, bro. I actually don't think so. Yeah, I mean, so. I don't care though. No, picks don't win championships. So. Yeah, I mean, p- picks facilitate trades. You know what I mean? But uh, yeah, but yeah, but but we got Daryl Morey. I mean, actually, he, I mean, right now he's on the clock right now. So, I mean, it's it's up to him, man. He, he's got to figure out what's gonna happen there. So. You know, so and and, and Daryl, we trust, man. So let's see, let's see what happens. So it's gonna be an interesting summer. So, but yeah. but just to note, I think we said, hold on, who, who we said was leaving? We said Toby was definitely out. Mm-hmm. You know, the Heat is down by thirty right now, right? You say what? You know, the Heat is down by like thirty right now, right? Really? Yeah. I'm, I'm not even checking out the score. I'm up here just you know, this shit. Damn, dog. He's probably right about Boston. These niggas adjusting on these niggas. Told you. It says a lot, bro, when you lose and then come back and blow a nigga out, bro. It says a lot when you do that. At, at his, at, at home. Yeah, they ain't, even, they ain't even take no trip. <laughs> I mean, I, I mean, I mean, sorry, not at, not at home, at, in their, in their home. Yeah, in their house. So. That's what I'm saying. They ain't, yeah. they lost the first game in Miami. They ain't even go back to Boston yet. So if they sneak this one in, then they go back to Boston for two after this. Oof. Damn, yeah, they busting these niggas. Yeah, Damn, man. Miami's playing a really slow game. All right, we're going to see what happens with Miami in the third quarter. Can they have the same Miami, third quarter they had in game one? Miami, Miami, I think one of the hardest things for Miami to do is score. They got a good team. They got a great team, but I don't think they score in bunches like a lot of these other teams can. Which is weird because let me, let me, check, the, let me check their uh, their roster here. Did these niggas actually play any? Uh, did Duncan Robinson even play this game? Cause that that is a weird thing, man. That's how I know these niggas ain't respectful, dog. They only played junk, Duncan Robinson in junk time, and yet no, Duncan Robinson hasn't been in the game at all. That's fucking crazy. Oh, they didn't. They haven't been playing Duncan that much this uh, this whole playoffs. Like he he didn't play at all the first series. Yeah, dog. They, they paid this nigga ninety million dollars. Just got the nigga on the bench. Whew. What does that say? Because I mean, but the only thing is, any, every time he's come out, he's torched. 
it's because they only need them to shoot and and on defense when they they go with small ball defensive lineup to slow niggas down and make the game their pace. And I think he don't come on that lineup. He don't. Oh yeah, not at all. Nah, yeah. Defensively, he don't. He don't got it. I think. I think he only had it like the first couple years, but he's just like like you can kind of tell, man. He's not really built for that type of. No, <laughs> he ain't built for that life. <laughs> so he's he a catch and shooter, bro. He he, don't, he he ain't even a three and D guy. He just a catch and shooter, bro. Yeah. That's crazy, man. All these guys in the league, man, don't, don't do nothing but just shoot. That's that's wild. I think that's wild. I think I think those are the niggas who invested in the right skill. Well, yeah. I mean, it is specialist, specialist. Like, I guess it's being a specialist. Yeah. I mean, but, look at a nigga like Brian. He can do it, or look at a nigga like Ben. Do everything but shoot. You worthless, nigga. I'm about to say, I'm about to say, Zion. Would you? I know Zion can shoot and pass and defend. Would you rather have a Ben or would you? That's why I had to put him off the list because he got too many actual skills. Would you rather have Ben or would you rather have Duncan Robinson? Two <laughs> diametrically opposed players. Nah, because not nah, definitely Ben. So because he co- he covers more areas. I'd rather have you rather have Duncan? I'd rather have Duncan. You can't win no championship with Ben on the floor, bro. You can win a championship with Duncan on the floor. He can come in and knock down those threes like uh, Reggie did and get you fucking nine points in eight seconds. That's the thing. I mean, I'm thinking like a Ben Simmons off the bench, the same way Duncan Robinson off the bench. You know what I mean? So, but nah, you can't even have it. I mean, but you, uh, yeah. And that's the thing. We're talking about two different Ben Simmons. Uh, we're talking about year year one through three, not year four. And and, and out Ben Simmons and shit like that. How does nigga got errors? It's fifteen. All right. So wait, this 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 is fifth year Ben Simmons, right? Yeah, fifth year. Yeah. So no show Ben Simmons is fifth year Ben Simmons. So this is Phantom of the Opera Ben Simmons. He ain't even around. Simmons before that was emotional Ben Simmons, damn near broken. <laughs> Seriously, this nigga was almost about to like fall apart every day last season. Um he 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 went down for so many different random ass inter- injuries last season. It was ridiculous. Um and yeah, then nah, the first he, he didn't three get years fucked up though. Running and gunning before that. Yeah, he was he was he was in there. By, by gunning, yeah. I mean passing, I don't mean. Yeah, yeah, not shooting. I mean, with those teams, it was interesting because shit. I mean, niggas had JJ Reddick, uh, Irsanli Silva. We had another dude. I mean, it was literally like Ben Simmons, all shooters, and they were just passing in the Joe whatever they needed. The I bucket. mean, I can honestly say, I can honestly say, if this organization and this fan base were put any pressure on Ben to progress or get any better, he would be a lot better now than he is. Yeah. And they, they put that pressure on him early. That's the thing. I, th- I feel like the pressure ramped up when the expectations really started. I felt like, you know, like they, and, th- and th- I think that's the downside of having a whole process, man. Nigga fucking Brett Brown came out and promised that this nigga Ben was going to shoot like two, three for, me <laughs> for the rest of the season. <laughs> he promised, bro. And that shit never happened. It never even started to happen. And nobody, and nobody really called him on it either. I mean, well, I guess people did call him on it, but yeah, but he just. Not really. Yeah. No, nobody. So that's the thing, man. These niggas in the pressures be wilding because I be watching, man. Be trying to, uh, they be trying to fucking, uh, like keep their job. Like, not, not nobody ever go to that joint and be like, nah, I'm about to mix so, it up, uh, dog. I'm about to mix ever it up. Go that joint and be like, yo, <laughs> how does it feel? <laughs> nobody, <laughs> do that. nobody ever be like, so, uh, where did your, where did your effort go in the second half? <laughs> 
Nobody ever. Nobody nobody really gets contentious. I mean, they they ask hard questions, but they don't get contentious. They don't really they don't really feel like you know sparring and going by going toe to toe with you. Like you know, I mean, like that. I feel like that's what players hate, and I feel like those guys they get requested not to come back. But I don't know. I mean, I feel like you need more guys like that. You know what I mean? Especially man, if you got niggas the likes of Patrick Beverly up here just going in the media talking shit, it's just like Mm -hmm. all right, cool. You know what I mean? All right. You want to talk <laughs> like it's just open season on niggas now if it's like that. So yeah, plus these, I mean, these niggas, I swear, it's just, they ask the same eight to ten questions and they get the same eight to ten answers. Uh, we gotta execute. Um, so honestly, it's on me. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like niggas just say the same shit over and over. Um, so for me, I just feel like niggas could go in there with a little bit more fire, man. Niggas could easy niggas could easily look at nigga and be like, yo, so what what happened, man? <laughs> what happened? <laughs> what happened today? I mean, we saw what happened. We got our ass kicked. <clears throat> Next question. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> but I, I would like that as an answer. I, I don't think you can get away with that. I mean, you can get the the, the the dumb bullshit like, man, well, you know, we went out there and played against a better team. Um, you know, you know, I just, I just got to be better. You know, I just got to be better. <laughs> I think then you duck under it because then that, like because after you say yo I just gotta be better what else can you do to a nigga you know what I mean like okay like what aspects of your game can you improve okay let me elaborate I guess you know what I mean but then yo, they start kind of getting, I was, getting um, under the surface I was like for a nigga like uh anybody anybody like a Luca Luca, I was telling, I was telling Wing, I was like, yeah, Luca shoots three percent from the line. That's one, that's one uh, criticism that I have about him, right? Even though I'm done criticizing my guy, that's my guy. He does. Um, he, he shoots what, 50, was, 50, 53 percent from the line. No, 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 seventy three, seventy three, seventy three. So Wing was like, nah, it's worse than that, and I was like, nah, 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 it's, it's like seventy three. Some, it's between like seventy one, seventy five, his whole career. So we looked it up, and that was what it was, and. uh I was like, see, now, nobody ever asked that. Hey, yo, so how many free throws you put up today at practice? Or, you know what I mean? Nobody ever asked them niggas, like, so are you going to shoot 30 free throws tonight? Are you going to practice what your weaknesses are? The thing that you really stuck at for the last two or three months, have you been putting in work on your off time? That's a valid question. Those? That's a very valid question. That's true, Because a lot of them, you know they don't. You know a lot of these niggas don't. You see these practices, these niggas be running, laying the ball up like everybody else. Don't be out here like, damn, let me stand on this free throw line. Or like, damn, let me, let me, let me run and do this elbow jumper like fucking 50 times before I fucking go eat real quick. That's funny. It's funny you mentioned that. I was actually watching a video on YouTube and it was Kobe pretty much just talking about why he switched to, to, to training at 4 a.m. Because he was just saying how, like he said, like, you know, typically you wake up. You may wake up at like nine, ten o'clock. You go, you train at like noon to like two o'clock. You go have lunch. You train again from like four to six. You go and you call it a day. But you're saying like, nah, what if you get up at four? You go and you train at like six to like eight. Go chill with your family. Go back, train again, have lunch. Go take care of some business, come back, train again. And they yeah. go back home at like nine o'clock. So he's just like, you know, he says like, you know, like he says like when you just look at like the amount of work that you put in, like over the course of like years, within two to three years, like you you getting in two practices an extra a day, 
compared to some niggas that's putting in maybe yeah, one and none. You know what I mean? And no, it's just like, you know, you'd be so much better. You found a way to get three shifts out of a two shift day or three mils out of a two mil day. Or yeah. Whatever. Yeah. That's fucking crazy. Like I was, I mean, I think about that myself. Like I, I, when I, when I wake up, I don't get the fuck up. I wake up, I look around, I pray, I acknowledge the Lord. I, I go roll something up. I sit here and stare at my fucking ceiling and wonder whether I want to be awake yet. That's like a good 30 minutes to an hour. I could be doing push-ups. You know what I'm saying? But, um, yeah, I get it, though. It makes sense. Like, that's that wasted time. And, and the thing about wasted time is it adds up. It adds up so fucking much. So, yeah, man, that's how I would come at these players at these press conferences, man. I'd be on that shit. Like, yeah, man. So I noticed uh, this is one thing that you've been struggling with through your whole career. Is it something that you're making a difference? And then, and then like, if a nigga say, yeah, clearly. I mean, it's not like I want to go out there and suck, right? <laughs> then why do <laughs> then why do you accept that because <laughs> you did it tonight so yeah 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 I get fired quick as shit but I go viral <laughs> yeah you definitely would and then you could ask them that question digitally man you could just go and just ask these niggas on, uh, on Instagram live man <laughs> and be <Yeah>. that guy <laughs> be on Twitter arguing with their fucking brother-in-laws and their moms and shit <laughs> like, oh, why this nigga don't put up why this nigga don't practice his free throws <laughs> Like why, yo? Has this nigga been in the league five years. How come you? How come your grandson don't know how to pass out of a double team, man? <laughs> oh man! And then you gotta you meet up with these niggas running into him in bars and stuff like that. Like yo, didn't I tell you, man? But you keep talking shit about my brother, man. It's gonna be a problem. Yeah, man. Yo, speaking of that, yo, shout out Jack Harlow. I was just reminded yesterday that he's the nigga who snitched on James and told him he was in the strip club. Uploaded the pictures and let that nigga go viral in the middle of the season, in the middle of the COVID situation. Really? With no pants on. Yeah, so shout out to fucking Jack Harlow. Damn. Lest we forget, white snitch, culture vulture, taking this motherfucking, taking taking everything we got from us, running around, taking our hoes, taking our style, taking our money, taking our jobs. Him and, that and, now, and now he getting black men pent up. Now he getting rich black men pent up. <laughs> ah, son. Oh, no man. forgiveness for that boy, man. Shout out to that boy, man. Damn. Shout out to that nigga. Shouts out to him. Snitch ass nigga, man. Snitch. Shouts, bitch. All right, so shouts out to uh, shouts out to Thugger and Gunner. What's up, man? I've been watching the wire, man. What's up? Let's talk about this shit. Yo, that that's wild, man. Rico. So, Get hearing. And was it 58, 56 accounts or some shit like that? Nigga, conspiracies. <laughs> conspiracies. <laughs> For shit going back to what? Not in like, what, 2015 or some shit like that? Way back before that. They wouldn't investigating this nigga since like 2000. They said like 2008. They said it go back 13 years. Damn. They said 13 years they've been talking about these niggas. Wow, these boys, they've been on that shit because these niggas was a street gang turned fucking music record label. You take yeah. that street, gang, you take that street gang shit. Niggas is already sitting there like, oh, who does? Oh, they put these packs out. Oh, that's done by this. No, oh, that's them niggas. And now all of a sudden, all y'all niggas are millionaires. Yeah. Oh, now we really, now we really turning the volume up on these wiretaps. Like, man, that shit crazy. And now y'all motherfuckers is making millionaire moves, like conspiring to assassinate motherfuckers. <laughs> Oh, as, billionaire, as billionaires, as billionaires, shit like that, like yo, yeah, yeah, man. So, 
I don't know nothing, man. I don't know what these boys did, but I know that they say they did a lot, and they said that uh, they say that Thugger looking at fifteen, and I see him. I seen him drop a tear. And the Gunner's looking at what, like eight or something like that, right? Like, um, yeah. And the thing about Gunner is, like, all his charges, they all association shit. Damn. He didn't have to do nothing. All he had to do was get rich off the gang name, and he in trouble. Wow. All he had to do was be affiliated, run around repping it, and make it look cool on music while they did dirt in the streets under the same name. That's all he had to do. Wow. What the fuck shit. That's crazy. Well, uh, man, you think the nigga was wearing dresses and he had the little pom-poms on the back of his sneakers online going viral for that shit? Did you think he thought he was going to go to jail eventually? <laughs> I don't think he thought he was going to go to jail eventually. <laughs> he going to realize, he gonna, can you imagine when he goes to jail and he going to see niggas with, the, with, the, with his pictures of him in the dress posted up on the wall and he mm. fucking sells and shit like that, dog? <laughs> That's gonna be wild, man. Oh man, free like ducking on his face with like with the own the own lipstick that they put on the poster. <laughs> oh no, oh man, you want to talk about a uh, thugger thugger one, man? Oh man, yeah, bro, uh, everybody from the thugger one. So, but yeah, but now I was like, you know, how could you? I was talking to Chad. I was like, no way you can like. There's no way this nigga didn't think that it was gonna come to this, right? Like, like you ordering hits over cell phones, dropping dropping twenty bands on niggas' heads. Ain't no way you ain't think it was gonna come to this at some point. And then you making songs about it too. Ain't no way you didn't think it was gonna come to this. And the uh, the Atlanta prosecutor, black chick, she was mm-hmm. like, "Oh, we using lyrics." She was like, oh, "Yeah, yeah I heard about that." She was like, "I already I already got that motion approved. We using lyrics." So this is a federal case, though, right? Yeah, it's Rico. Wow. It's Rico. That shit over as soon as it's gang related, now nigga. As soon as it's wow. organized crime, FBI, B. Damn. And that's the thing with the FBI, you know, when you get charged, them charging you is like a, the equivalent of a guilty sentence. Like they already have the case on you before they even come out. They don't and charge you. you until they build their case. Right. Yeah. They don't, they don't, they don't charge you until they've already built their case, until they already have enough evidence going back far enough. And the thing is, they don't want you for one thing. They want to prove that it's a lifestyle. They want to prove that it's something that you ain't never coming back from and that you for too long. Like, and they let and they let them run for a while too. That's that's the crazy thing too, man. So, uh, not only do they let them run for a while, but they let them they let them get successful and do nothing for a little while too, and let them get back into it once they realize they just missed it. Like, you don't even need the money at this point. You just love that gang shit. I think that's probably part of it. Or you just got to leave, walk away. From it. Allegiances yeah. you can't walk away from, loyalties that you uh, that you can't uncommit. Well, I mean that's a lot of it, though. I mean, shit, a lot of these niggas, like you said earlier, man. You know, like shit, man. You in there, <laughs> you family, so you know too much, man, to not be to not be down or a liability. You know what I mean? So it, it's tough, yeah. man. It's a bad situation. I mean, I had I had, I had a particular theory about this uh, going forward. Uh, just generally, I feel like. This has been happening a lot with rappers. Uh, more recently, of the newer, the newer ilk, you know, what I mean, the, the newer generation, mainly because I guess a lot of these guys are more independent. So, and obviously, all the money is actually coming from, you know, what do you know, drug street money, right? They're not independent. <laughs> yeah, street money. I ain't gonna yeah. say drug money, but it's, it's yeah, they got they got. It's just like it's just like being a, a politician. Man. 
Yeah. You, they got niggas, they campaigning, and they got supporters. Yeah. And, and, I, and I think the thing about it is, is now with like, you know, the, the new the new wave, the way the industry is now, uh, with like just streaming direct to consumer, I mean, you know, with enough money and enough enough support and the right right campaign management, I mean, you could literally just like X the the label out. I mean, and they have to come to you, you know, for a situation. So I feel like, you know, like in a certain degree, I feel like this is like a message to necessarily like, yeah, like would be artists, man, where it's like, yo, nah, man, we're not going to allow like, you know, your street money to actually like fund, you know, like, you know, your careers and like for you to guys be millionaires, billionaires or shit like that. You know what I mean? Like you gotta, it's gotta come through this, <laughs> this, the, the, this way here. So not necessarily yeah, the labels, so, but so. If so, if that's going to be the case, please be like Flo Rider. Be like Nelly. Yes. Be moving, be moving tour buses of heroin while you talking to the bitches all day. Like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Don't be talking that gang shit and doing that gang shit at the same time. You know? Do the gang shit and talk the fucking club shit. But I don't know. Man. I don't know. Try to get these young boys some knowledge. No one hears. Yeah. I mean, because I mean, we 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 we, we all know, man. And you know, it's not not too bad of a best, you know, not too too great kept of a secret. But a lot of these artists, man, they washing money out here, man. So I know I know what's going on in uh, Young Thug's all right now. Some old head hipping him for some doom. <laughs> some old head hipping for some doom. He like yeah. yo, yeah. He like yo, rub my rub my stomach and play this song over and over. <laughs> Nah, he should be playing a uh, peach fuzz. Peach Run up in court and be their own star witness. Yeah. <laughs> so that's the thing. I, I guess that's another question here too. If these guys snitch, like you know, like you know, like you know, obviously, like uh, you know, six nine did, but his situation is like actually like way different from theirs. Uh, so and yeah, like, he like, like like if Young Thug snitches, right? And, and I even thought about this. I was actually talking to someone about this the other day. I was like, well, maybe, you know, what What if they're a little bit more established than we think, right? What if uh, one of those guys just confesses to everything himself and just says, whatever, and he takes a plea deal and everybody just kind of just says, oh, yeah, he did it. <laughs> and all right, they all have that, that, that two mind. Examples. Two examples. All right, one example is um, there was a situation a couple of years back with uh, the Bobby Smurder case yeah where everything was pinned on him because he was like on some kingpin shit and what his boys did was everybody took a plea and everybody basically confessed to all the shit together so instead of him getting 30 and uh rowdy getting 50 and all these niggas three and two and all that because they low-level niggas, they all basically claimed that they was higher-level niggas, had more involvement than they had proved against them, and they all basically eight years for him, so that was seven. Basically, okay. they all ended up in life still. Okay. Right? And I like that. I love how that deal was structured. Um, and that and that was snitching on itself. They all basically came together and was like, all right, this is what we're going to cop to. Right? They didn't give up any higher-ups, and if they did, they ain't get caught for it yet. Yeah. Now with the situation, oh, and the other one I was going to say was um, the six nine thing was he wasn't part of that gang. He could. I was telling you. I was telling you while that shit was going down. The moment he got arrested, I was like, if he told on all them niggas, he wouldn't be snitching. 
Dog, they fucked this girl. They kidnapped him. They beat him up. They gunbutted him and they robbed him. <laughs> they was basically pushing up on that nigga from the, from, from the moment he got any money in his pocket. They was extorting him. Yeah. So he wasn't a snitch in that situation. In that situation, he rode that shit and played it perfectly, if you ask me. <laughs> Boy, that was funny because uh, did you listen to that one episode uh, that I sent you with, uh, off the record, Jane? Uh, Whack 100 and... Uh, so essentially, yeah, yeah. Wack, Wack 100 yeah, kind of yeah. came at him because he was like, listen, man, you can't claim. He's like, listen, then you can't be a gangster, man. You're a civilian because if you were a gangster, you would have handled that shit the way gangsters do. And you would have took that. You would have right. took care of that yourself. You wouldn't have let the feds take care of that. You know what I mean? It wouldn't even exactly. came to that. So. Then once you know you're a civilian, it's like, oh, well, shit, he's a civilian. He don't play by street rules. You can't do that. <laughs> so you can't expect that of him. So, you know, so that, and I guess, you know, he's still running around trying to claim, <laughs> trying to claim he did what he needed to do. But it was just like, well, you did what you needed to do, man. Luckily, you you alive and, you know, still so trying only, to make records. The only, the only chance that a, a nigga like Thug has, I don't know much, but the only chance that I think, it, like, first off, they got the case against him, right? He already in trouble for what he in trouble for. And as that went on with him, they're already in trouble for what they in trouble for. So the only thing that they have to gain or the only thing that they stand to gain by it is if either some other niggas come out of the woodwork and confess for his crimes. Which throws everything off, but I, I mean, don't basically, know. No, it's not that they would come out of the woodwork and confess. What would happen is he would be snitching, but he would agree that the people that he's snitching on, they would know that he was snitching and they would confess and say, yeah, let, let me do it for him. You know what I mean? Yeah. That would be a solution. Or... He would have to turn in somebody who was even more important than himself or somebody higher up than himself in order to not have to do at least a two-thirds of what he two got. Third, yeah, some, some of his he time. Yeah, yeah so. he's, he's doing some time. because I guess he, he's looking at 15 years, so. Yeah, he's going to sit down. My guess, he's, he's going to see at least at least two or three. At least two or three. <laughs> I mean, but the, he he got, I mean, if he cop to it, if he just, if he just take it guilty, on the face of it, he gonna do like six. He gonna do like six, five, six. Good behavior, five, six. I think, but I don't know, man. I don't think the niggas gonna snitch. I don't think the niggas gonna uh, turn nobody in. And I think the nigga he gonna he gonna do that time. He he got enough money to take five years. He got enough fame to take five years and come back out of legend. Yeah, that's true. I mean, if anything, he's only thirty. He's it's, it's, it's rap, man. It, 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 is, it is solidify it a little bit more, actually. Don't come out our age. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. And that's what niggas is basically telling him. Like, I bet you everybody who that nigga worked for is on the phone with him right now. Like, look, man, you good in there, nigga. You fine. You safe. You going to sit there. You going to practice. <laughs> you going to write your raps. You be good. You going to come back out like Rich with 500 songs. You going to come back out like Bobby Schmurder. You going to be a fucking legend. You ain't, listen, you ain't Max B, nigga. You ain't got 55 years. So you good. <laughs> You're a young man. You can take this. Five years ain't shit. Niggas, like, did more nah. for cars, niggas did more for cars and weed and guns. Yeah, I mean, you can go in there, you can get in shape, you can come out looking like Gucci. You know what I mean? Yeah, you can be good. Gucci, bro. You're going to be doing fucking Tupperware like fucking uh, uh, Wiz. You're going to be out here, man. You're going to be even better. Then Drake going to be hitting you up. Drake going to be shouting you out when it's near your release date. <laughs> They'll be running around and try to be on your album. Uh, yep. You're going to be riding your wave. Y'all gonna have a double album, or y'all gonna have a uh, collab album? Yeah, so I don't know. 
And then you got I Gunner. I, I think it's tough for Gunner, man, because he he really just started at well, he like he'd been running for a minute, but he really, really started hitting it like these past couple of years. So, you know, before he could even really catch a stride, you know what I mean? He's he's about to be down. So we'll see I mean, how that works out for him. Uh, I mean, you know, I don't know. It's funny though. I don't really listen to Gunner at all. I always I like baby. Not the baby, little baby. Remember, because yeah. them and baby came out together. And shit, yeah, they came know? out together. Yeah, yeah. But uh, then they kind of all they they went in their different lanes or whatever. But I, I kind of like baby a little bit more. I never really sat and listened to Gunner. Yeah, I be I tried to, but it ain't really work out. I ain't never really enjoy it like that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's alright. I mean, he, he, I mean, he, the thing is, he he puts out hits though. He, he's got he's he's been pumping out hits. So, I man, I guess yeah, the big so one. Little, so is little baby. Yeah, well, little baby. I mean, he got all the hits. Yeah. <laughs> so. You know what I mean? Call me little baby boy. I make all the babies boy on music. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it's a lot of babies, man. I was just peeping. It's a lot of babies. You got bad baby. You got little baby. Yeah. Then you, you just got babies. The baby. I just saw pictures of the baby. He was actually in Nigeria, out there, squat up. And I think he recently like did he just get into it with somebody? He just recently shoot somebody again. I feel like he's already shooting. He's always getting an yeah. altercation with somebody. There's two things. There's two things and fucking. Probably the last three or four months. One thing was that the uh, the Walmart footage of him killing that nigga got released. Oh yeah, but that happened a few and years it back. Controversial. It was controversial because you see the nigga standing there chilling, and the, it was supposed to be a self defense thing, right? You see a nigga standing there chilling, and you see baby just rush the shit out of him and start punching the shit out of him. So he was clearly not. The nigga wasn't winning the fight, and then the nigga still got shot after not winning the fight. So this was like, damn, what kind of self-defense is that? Looked like you just beat his ass and shot a nigga in the fucking Walmart. Oh, and, then, uh, and then the second situation was somebody actually recently just came onto uh, the baby's property and the baby shot that motherfucker. He didn't kill him, though. He just shot him. And he told was him he, he was going to Does he live and in then, Florida? He's nah, still living, he live in North Carolina, though, right? Carolina. Yeah, North Carolina. Is that but a state he, your ground state? I mean, it yeah, seems like, like it would be, right? Yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah. So, so like he was like he was like one thing one thing is man criminals know the law man so he told the nigga don't come on his property nigga came on his property that's the story but <laughs> obviously you know we're you know gonna see the, we're gonna see the surveillance footage we're gonna see that you know man he, yeah he had an Uber dropped him off there <laughs> nigga you sitting there kicking it nigga don't like nigga said some shit nigga said nigga said some shit sideways out of his mouth and he say what you said e what hand you roll with e and then you know nigga get shot. <laughs> and then they be like, yeah, and you know what I'm going to tell these motherfuckers? I'm going to tell them that you shouldn't have been in my fucking house, you bitch-ass nigga, and I get the fuck out of here. And that's life. You know? Because that nigga's a millionaire. And I'm sure that's <laughs> homie ain't. <laughs> yeah, probably not, man. Man, it's going to probably be right back next week rolling L's again. <laughs> For them niggas. <laughs> one-handed. Yep, one-handed. Yeah, one-handed, one-handed, one-handed. The one-handed L. Oh, man. All right, let's uh, let's uh let's close this out, man. We only got two minutes left on this joint too, so. All right, cool, uh, man. But then, yeah, well, man, thank you, folks. This has been a a, a great episode or a reemergent episode of the Ghost of Real Nigga Podcast. Um, but yeah, man, thanks for coming on, helping me, man, get through. Uh, I don't know, I'm still going through some of the Sixers grief, so I think we'll end up like you know discussing this over some drinks when you come over next time. But uh. Or- 
and cover a little I, bit I'm more. Done with it, I'm done with it. You grieve a week, man. You let that shit go, man. Yeah, yeah, nah, yeah. It's, it's over now. Honestly, if anything, I'm 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 anxious to see what happens around the draft and what we do with all the, all all the trades. So I'm looking I'm, I'm looking I'm looking forward to July. Was July first the first day of free agency? So that, that's that's what I'm looking forward to. So I'm gonna see what happens there. So. Um, all right, I just want to give a shout out to the two most famous Christians in the world, uh, Kanye West and Justin Bieber. Kanye, dog, I was actually watching his uh documentary on Netflix, actually. But oh, the genius, I didn't hear about it. I heard about I, I heard a review on it and I was like, this exists. And I was just surprised. I never heard you or Brian or anybody discuss it. So I was like, "Yes, yeah, I'm, I'm two episodes deep. It's actually pretty cool. It's like all the footage that they caught, like, you know, with him, like recording his first album, like yeah, everything kind of leading up to homie, it. So apparently his homie had the foresight to fucking capture everything from beginning to end. Yeah. And you got so many different interactions, like the first time this thing beats Pharrell and so many other different things. So, so cool shit with his, just him and his mom. Um, yeah, but we, I guess we should review that at some point. Right. Yeah, definitely, definitely, definitely. But, 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 you know, I mean, it's coming up on another episode. But thank you, folks. Once again, another episode of Real Nigga Podcast. Thank you. And as always, we love you. <laughs>